0: Hi, this is John Bruni, and you're listening to Motivation & Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorello.
1: The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice.
0: Welcome to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to an explosive, and I mean explosive, Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio, 24-7. Um, and you know, I don't say it enough, but if you think about what we talk about here, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn, who's got, a, uh, who's got anything like that out there? Um, and I'm going to thank a couple people again. I thanked Frank DeMeo this morning, and I'm going to thank him this afternoon, too. Um, Frank has been a supporter of m M&M from the beginning. Frank's been on the show a number of times. I've been delinquent with getting him on with a lot of people, but everybody knows this place is toasty pretty much every day. Um, and I tell you the truth, what's going on. But I talked to Frank last night, and he will be coming on. But if you pay attention to The Cave on Facebook... He had a young gentleman out there that he contacted me about, and his name is John DeLiva. Believe it or not, this young man lives 20 minutes from me here, and he called me yesterday. I had a great talk with this guy. He's 17 years old. Right now, I would think his meet is over. He had a um, strongman meet um, downstate, and I said, I hope you tear it up, man. Just go out there and do the best you can and destroy it. This kid's got a great attitude. He's going to come to the FBC Steel and Stone Yard and train as soon as everything thaws out because he'd like to do some stone training with me. And we talked about, uh, by the way, before I bring him in, Donnie G. Fardino is our um, guest today. You know Don's a great guy, and we'll get in with Donnie momentarily. But I didn't want him not, you know, talking without acknowledging first. Um, And I thank Frank for that. Um, Donnie and Frank are good friends, too. You know, they're involved with 8 Club, obviously. And I got to tell you, Frank has always, you know, looked out here. And John said Frank couldn't say enough nice things about you. And, I, I, you know, I really appreciate that because, you know, I think in this business, like so many out there, good people are few and far between. I mean, most people won't say that, but I will. Um, and people like Donnie, who's invested in me and still is here. Um, Frank, who's always doing something, you know, to help out with the show or when he comes on, Uh, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy that will show you thanks and gratitude. And I've helped. I hope I've helped them both out in the years we've been together. We'll get Frank on here more consistently, but this kid is going to come over, and I can't wait. And the interesting thing he said because you hear Donnie and all of us talk about a lot of the younger kids, and people say, "Well, you guys are just older," and you're de-, and that's not it at all. When I I asked him a question yesterday, this being John, I said, "What about your peers?" I'm not. Uh, he basically said the majority of them are we, we'll call them snowflakes. Now, that's coming from a 17-year-old kid, all right? And we've talked with Charlie and Lawrence, who this kid at eight is phenomenal, as a lifter. I don't know where he's going to go. He, he can go anywhere, it looks to me. And, of course, my niece, Madge and Danny, who um, I just love the way they do things and their approach to life and training. And they're not as consistent as either one of those uh, young men. But we're going to start doing some more stuff with Danny, I'm sure. Um, when I was over there last week for my mother's birthday, I said, boy, Danny, you're starting to fill out. He's getting tall. He's probably going to be tall like his dad. He says, how much do you think I weigh, Uncle H? I said, I don't know, maybe 75. He weighs 84 pounds, man. And this kid is rock solid. And I can't wait till, uh he comes over next time or I go over there. And I've got some ideas I want to plant on him right now because I was telling Donnie, about this sandbag and um, uh, one arm farmer's walk I've been doing. And if you want to listen to some of that, that's out on the last show. I think I put it up a couple days ago with Andrew Derniat and I, which was another gold star show. So I would say check that out. Now, speaking of 8X Club, right now, if you use the coupon code of MM19, you'll get $45 off any complete 8X kit. Mace Club Arc Big Deal Kit and Trainer Pack. Now, this is good to the 31st of this month, which is March 31st. I would urge you, if you're on the fence or you're interested just to understand the mechanics of an 8x Club, two ways. You go out to 8xclub.com, which is Donnie's website, and he can talk about that when we bring him in. Or I know for sure, and I know he's connected to other stuff, but when I get a hold of Donnie, if I have to, I use Facebook. Donnie will get back to you. He will get back to your call. He's a number of people that are associated here that when people call, they return calls. You don't see that a lot either in this business. Believe me, yours truly has contacted many people that he has not heard back from, and I get this. Well, they have PR people. Tough shit. I don't want to hear the excuse, so the hell with that. But go out, talk to uh, Donnie, get a club, get started, you know, get under his tutelage. Um, It's a win-win. And if you've had shoulder problems, if you've had bench press injuries, overhead injuries, we all got them. This could be your ticket, obviously, not to have surgery and also, too, to just keep your shoulder girdle, among other parts, in prime shape. So give Donnie either, um, go out to 8 contact him there either by email or he has his phone number on there. Or like I said, you can get a hold of him on Facebook and he will get back to you. Now, take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. And repeat after me, I am a winner, I am a champion, I am unstoppable. Why? If you're part of my family, you're a wrecking machine. And never think anything less or different. And if anyone says anything different to you, adios. Adios. Be the captain of your ship. Create your own identity, your own whatever you want to be. You can do that. You have the power Words are power, mind is power, body is power, use it. Winner, champion, unstoppable, think about that. Also, too, go out to uh, FiorelloBarbellCo.com, winners and champions, that is our premier product, there's enough work out there to last you for years, believe me, and the price is cheap, and you would be helping out me in a big way in a big way right now because we are starting to invest in a lot of different things. It's going to be a lot of capital. I've got to go out and raise capital. It's all part of growth. You know, if you're not growing, you're dead. You want me to say that again? If you're not growing, you're dead. And I'm sure Donnie can verify that when I bring him in momentarily. Um, also to investment in motivation or yeah, investment, um, Go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, obviously, um, and you can go in. $25 would be an investment, $50 or $100 investment. And the thing is, this money goes right into PayPal, and it goes right into the business account. I don't use it for anything else. And, you know, you're not making thousands of dollars like this. But, as I said, to run, you have to have money. And we've been more than helpful with people. And I don't feel anything in asking for investment. That's what it is. It's not begging. It's nothing. Invest in something that's going to be around for a long time. And it's going to make you proud, I'm telling you. One day you're going to hear, you might even hear the Fiorello Radio Network for all you know. I'm not kidding you when I say this. Dreams do come true. Write them down. Write them down. Repetition, as Frank Klein says. Also, too, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Don't forget to go out and look at all the shows Don and I have done over the last three years. There's a plethora of m M&M and out there. Each one is very, very good. Obviously, I think they're the best. You can go out to the Fiorello uh, barbellcode.com blog. Donnie wrote six masterpieces about entrepreneurship, about 8X Club, about how he took 8X, a dream, and now has turned it into his livelihood and his passion. Not many people do that, and most people just die out. Would I say? If you're not growing, you're dying. If you're not growing, you're dying, folks. Also, too, sign up for our free newsletter that goes out to my Mailchimp account. Last week I did a big thing about 8X Club out there on it, um, and it went out to my list. I didn't. I, I sent Donnie a message about it, um, so it went out to all my Mailchimp people. And I'm going to do another one and keep pushing that, obviously. Uh, I believe I put even our last podcast out. we did too, so we keep doing that um obviously investment that 's advertising here uh the rates are dirt cheap, and i 'm telling you right now um, I will do anything and everything I can to help you not only spread your brand but sell you some product because if you 're helping me out i 'm more than happy to help you out, and i 'd help you out regardless but Donnie can attest, I work my ass off for people. I give you much more than $250. Why? I want you to stay with us for the next 30 years. I want you to tell a friend. Bring people in here. You bring people in here, I will give you a break. I guarantee you that. So look at that too. Don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell. Real men, real strength, real power. And that's what it's all about. On that note, I'm going to give you a little information about Donnie here. Let me bring this in. Don's a strength athlete, Indian club trainer, and the designer and owner of Adex Adjustable Clubs. Hey, brother, welcome back, man. It's always
1: an honor. Eric, I love being here. I, you know, every every time I'm on, it gets better and better, and it's more exciting and. It, I just want to say yo to everybody out there. You know, <laughs> um, it's, it's a, yeah. it's it's a, it's a beautiful Saturday. And, and I'm talking with my buddy on, on, what are we, we're on Skypey here. Yeah. Skype. We're Skyping, man. So we're Skyping. And I, I love it. And you know, this, this is freaking great, man. This I is D-
0: Donnie. This is what it's all about, man. You know, you talk and the more I talk, the more inspired I feel, the bigger smile I get on my face. And I'm saying no matter what's going on, with the survival of here and everything, it doesn't matter, man, because you've got a glow in you that it it just responds out there in the universe. And as I always say, the universe will send you the people, places, and events you need to get to the next step. And if you believe that and you have that burning desire, my God, man, you, you know, everyone's like, well, this, that, and the other thing. Well, you know what? Don and I have talked about this online and off. When you make the money, you want to go change the world for global warming, be my guest. You want to go flip the earth on its axis, be my guest. But you know what, folks? Being poor is not going to get that done. You can have every belief in the world and I I I give you a thumbs up on everything. You got to have the green. Okay? There's nothing wrong with it, and the sooner you get that notion out of your head that money is poison, the quicker you're going to get ahead in life. I don't care what anybody tells you. Listen to two guys that have had to scrape two goddamn nickels together to get rolling on a day or two. It's been more than that. Two pennies. Yeah. Two pennies together. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Don, give out 8X Club. I know I did, and anything else that's going on. And we're going to talk today – about something I think is very, very interesting, and, and it goes, I mean, if you've been listening to me for the last 20 minutes, obviously, um, we're going to talk about how much you can take, which is going to be a very interesting thing because, as we know, most people cannot take much at all. So take it away, give out all your info, and we'll get started,
1: brother. Okay, you can find my products at adexclub.com, dot com, and it's... Uh, Yeah, if if you guys have been paying attention to what's going on in the fitness industry, it is the, uh, a lot of mace and club training is, there's a nice resurgence of it. It's, uh, it's still perpetuating and growing and it's, you know, it's slowly making its way towards the mainstream fitness people. So this is going to be like, I'm not going to say it's going to be the training of the future, but people are going to be incorporating this a lot more than, you know, the other modalities that come and go. This isn't like a Zumba thing or anything like that. This has a 2,500-year history behind it. Well, that's what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, this is tried and proven already, you know. Nobody has to do anything else now except perpetuate it. Well, you know, Donnie, it's interesting you
0: say that about the clubs and the Maces because um, Scott and I were talking a lot about this, and so was Andrew and I. Uh-huh. And you've got you've got uh, a longevity factor with maces and clubs for forever, you know, like the great gamma, all that stuff. OK. Um, but another thing, too, that we see a massive resurgence in is stone lifting. Yes. And it doesn't matter what you're looking at, whether, you know, you're lifting Atlas, Natural, Inver, Husafel. Denny Stones, there's become a sect. Now, you heard me talking about John, who's 17. Mm -hmm. Stone lifting is becoming a major thing. And like the maces, like 8X, is this. It's in your DNA. I don't care what anybody tells you. I'll tell you why. It's prehistoric shit to me, all that stuff. Um, Grab a stone. Grab a club. Grab that cold metal. Swing it. Grab a stone. See if you can lift it without your balls dropping out from under you. Yep. And people like this, man. You know, at first they'll be a little gun shy with this stuff because it's new. Hey, it's not the bench press. It's not the barbell, curl, Okay? But you get kids, even adults. Don knows he deals with all different ages, like me. If they've got it in them, man, and they do, and if you can bring that lion out, look out. Because they will be like spinning you on your head because what do I do next? You're gonna have to cool them down so nothing happens. This is a great thing. We're seeing this. We you know, I've given kudos to Donnie, Charlie Oliphant with the um Art Blair Stones, my God, man. You know, you see an eight year old kid, he can't yeah. get it up on the oak barrel, but they put an X on the side and he touches it. What do you see? You see a grin from ear to ear, folks. As I said, I've been harping on this. Goals, success lead to one word, confidence. Confidence. We have no confidence out there anymore. Everyone's running around like scared little sheep. Oh, my God, what are they going to do to me? Oh, I'm not. It's not fair. Oh, I I can't do that. Oh, uh, can you help me? You know what? It's great to have all uh, have people help you and direct you, but you know what? Let Steve Jack says, and there's another line I'm going to say: shoulder some responsibility. Now, I'm going to go right to Donnie. Now, in your in your definition, being you've been around a few more years than me, you've had a lot of businesses more than I. Obviously, you've had to take more hits than I have at this point. How, how do you how do you see what do you see or how do you feel when I say to you okay Don how much more do you think Don can take at this point and I'll tell you my feeling and they're probably going to be very similar but just
1: give kind of a little explanation of what you think you can take at this point. Uh, pretty much I'm not going to turn around and say anything but like right now where where I am yeah what can I take I'm trying. It, it, the, the, mentally, mentally, like, like the strength, I, I really think if if my business collapsed tomorrow, I'd be able to revive it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think I would. Mm-hmm. I'd be able to revive it either, you know, by, you know, by some magical way of rebranding it. As a person, I think I'd be able to take, you know, pretty much anything that life could give me right now because I, I've lost You know, through my experiences in life, I've lost more businesses than I did well at. I honestly did. I, uh, you know, I started working like I had jobs at 11 years old. Yep. You know, you don't hear that from people nowadays. You know, my dad was tough, but he was a caring dad. And my mom, my mom was right behind it. She was even tougher. Yeah, you sure you are. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they are. And, you know, like it's kind of cool in a way that, you know, like I see myself – you know progressing but if if it all fell out tomorrow let's just like like right now I'm paying eight thousand dollars to the IRS in two thousand dollar checks yeah okay yep. I've, I got hit up I got, I got a little bit of a tax issue I'm, I'm taking care of that but you know like it's all these things that are coming out from different angles but I don't let anything crumble me I have to keep going forward because now I'm on the level of I started this business at 50 years old when I swore to myself – and I'm not kidding. I, I, I swore to myself I'd never go into business again. Right. And, and I had a great job and I got laid off from that job. I went back to that. They hired me back a few years later and, and I said, what am I doing? I said, these people can lay me off again. I lost three retirements in life. Yep. I've been divorced. Yep. Uh, it, it was fairly amicable. it was a pain in the ass, but it was fairly amicable um, i 've been broke uh, you know everything else so now, even if my business falters and I'm, and I'm, or falls down, I can still I've, I believe in myself enough now that i 've gone through so much crap yep. that I can I can revive it, I can keep it going or make it go in a different direction or or, and this is the big, or I know a lot of people don't believe in plan B, right? But I do have a plan B and it started the day that I went on Facebook and said, and I very sheepishly said, because it's very hard to bring out a product that people aren't interested in, especially if you're just some guy in his house yep, in, you know, in Florida and I'm saying, Hey, check this out. What do you guys think of this? And you know that that 's a very hard thing to come over, but once I got it out there, you know i i I said to myself i 'm learning how to market, so I learned another facet of the business, and i 'm able to get some experience in this. So just in case plan A doesn't work out as well as I wanted it to, there is a plan B, but it's still contained within myself, doing my own thing and doing exactly what I'm doing now, except maybe it's for another person's product. Do um, you, you, you understand that? Oh, yeah.
0: Let me ask you this stuff. Uh-huh. Obviously, you know, you're starting to really reap success with ADEX and we know, you know, 5 years is usually when things start taking off in any business, okay? But let me ask you this. Studying the market, seeing what other products are out there as far as competition wise,
1: where do you feel yours leads the pack? Oh, in innovation, I'm constantly, I'm constantly changing things. Right now I just did I'm going to be posting up a, a. It's a buzz video. It's about a minute long. I, I threw it up on my Instagram. I can't remember if it was on my Facebook or not. Um, but I did a buzz of how the AdX clubs are all made at the machine shop. From the guy bringing the steel in on a forklift. You know these long sure. twenty sure. foot steel rods. Yep. And they bring them in, and from there. And what is really ingenious about this is that I worked with. The tool shop, because a tool shop just doesn't make stuff, you know, like they'll make it. You give them a drawing, they'll make it.
0: Right. You were right but there. These, yeah.
1: But I was there and I'm like, wait a second. We don't need to drill this hole this this deep. Can we make this radius a little smaller? I was trying f- to find ways to save my money and the time it costs to produce each individual club, each individual component of each individual club that I can save them time. Now, right now, the time saving is the money. So I worked with them. I said, well, what, you know, I gave them ideas. They gave bounced ideas off of me. They wanted to know the parameters. Right now, we just ramped up production where it used to take, let's just, I, I, I can't remember the exact minutes, but let's just say it was an hour from start to finish to make one adX X club. And I know there's six minutes of welding involved in it. You know, so mm-hmm. things like that. Like, this is how, so where we're getting. So, I was looking at every little aspect that we could shave off 10 seconds here, 10 seconds there. They came up with a way to make the clubs, and, and, and this is incredible. They're making more clubs faster at a better quality. There you go. The last batch that I put out was probably one of the highest quality. Ba- they're all good from the start. You know, they're right. all really good, but the quality is getting better with the, the, the faster production, which usually with products, it goes the opposite way. So we I could, actually had a part in this.
0: Okay, so we can basically say easily that among many things, but the big edge is the quality control you take in the 8X Club. Would I be right when I say
1: that? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, There's well, machine shop right down the street from me.
0: Okay, so right there is a win-win. You know, we talk about – You know, the MM-19, the the discount, the stuff Don's written, the shows we've done, and obviously we'll do more down the road, too. This is what I'm talking about. How much can you take? You know, because I don't think people really understand a lot of this stuff. See, there's a thing I see right now. Let's say motivation tomorrow cracks. Suddenly, I get a check for $10,000, and they come in and say, We like the way you speak. We love your show. We want to invest in you. And this is what we want to do. And we've got a $10,000 check, obviously, that you will be yours if you want to agree to it. Obviously, you'd have to look over things, whatever. And we'll pay you this amount of money every month for your show, your voice, voiceovers, whatever. That's what I'm talking about. Now, to get to these levels, you know, like Don has... Where I'm going, and, and and make no mistake, I'm at a very high level. Um, every day, I'm doing voice work, uh, how to pronounce words differently, spacing, time frame between sentences. See, most people have no idea. They just think someone's going to go ba 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 ba. I got you. No, all right. Do I speak higher, or do I just talk like this, or do I say get up? Okay, all right, I hope you didn't jump out of your chair, brother. But the, <laughs> so the, po- <laughs> the point of the matter is this. You want to be great at what you do, and I'm talking great, and don't ever be afraid to say you're great, okay? But how much can you take, you know? How, how many more times do I got to go into that place I can't stand to deliver Bring stuff? Bring
1: it on. Bring okay? it on.
0: But the thing is, there ain't nobody there can smash my face in. I don't care how many times I hear this place sucks. I hate effing life. You know what? You developed that life. You built that reality. You don't even know enough to get out of it. And this is what I'm I'm giving you folks gold. Do you understand all this rewiring I'm doing? All this DNA changing. They used to talk about this, Andrew Carnegie did. They would talk about obviously skull and bones in um Yale. Um, blue bloods. Mm-hmm. This is all how wealthy people thought. They believed that they were genetically prone to all this, and it's true, they were. And that's what you can do to yourself, change your genetics. And that's what I'm doing right now. Whether you think I'm full of shit or not, it doesn't matter to me. If you've been listening to me lately and listening to my solo podcast, something is definitely in the air. And I've had people come in and say, I, I When I listen to you, I got to go out and train or I'm out looking at stuff you're telling me because my blood is like boiling over. All right. Well, you've come to the right place, folks. Donnie, myself, many of the others here, I've said this over and over and Donnie will agree with me. How many people are living what we're talking about?
1: Not many, right. not many at all. Right. And one, you know what? One of the key things that people don't realize that they have to do, and, I, and, and I'm sad that I realized this later in life than earlier. And so if you're young right now and Eric and I can inspire you to go out and attain to your dreams and do something on your own, you're going to be – you're opening the door. You're opening the dumpster lid for the world to dump its crap on you. So there's, there's like, so you just got to be ready for that, but don't let the world dump its crap on you just for the sake of dumping its crap on you. Pick which dumpster you want that, you know, yeah. to dump on you. Yep. Pick which arena that you want to play in. I always used to say, well, if I could just get next to this rich guy and talk to him about my ideas and this, that, and the other thing, well, how the hell do you get next to it? You got to put, pick your own arena to be, to play in. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're the sandbox to play and you start with the sandbox and you go to a ball field and then you go to an arena and This is all you know whether you're whether you're an athlete or whether you're a product developer but you know or 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 uh you know an author or anything a filmmaker you gotta start you know with an area that you can control and make your You know, talk to the right people, get get away from the other people that are going to give you all the negativity. And that's part of how much you can take. You know, some of the people that you have relationships with, you're going to be cutting them off. Yep. Yep. And I'll tell you you another thing. I I was saying this the
0: other day. I went back out and got a library card because of the way I, I I'm pretty voracious with reading and you don't necessarily have to read a whole book. You can read parts. You can do it however you want. You can listen to what you want. But a lot of these places have the inspiring, the business books that I want to read and listen to. You know, we have some bigger libraries. And I was like, you know, right now, I'm not positioned where I want. I can just go out and buy $150 worth of media right now. So you go to the library and you go and read. And here's the greatest thing. You know, Don talked about. You know, meeting a millionaire, somebody to sell his, or whatever, to sell his product to. Here's one of the best things you can do, obviously. You know, you want to meet people like that? One of the greatest places to meet somebody like that is a fine restaurant. You got to do your research who you want to meet up with locally, whatever. But what I think more than ever now is this. Go and make an introduction and go meet Vince Lombardi, Napoleon Hill, Andrew Carnegie, Jim Rohn. Anybody like that. Okay? And how do you do that? Get a library card. They might not be with us now in, in a physical structure, but their works have made millionaires out of so many. So go and meet them. Instead of watching TV, instead of going to the bar and watching football and farting and belching all afternoon, go do something. But see, this is where Don... This is what separates the winners from the losers. And they'll say, well, they're not Yeah, they are. Because they're the ones that bitch and moan that a guy like Don or myself, they had to have cheated the system. They're millionaires now. Really? Really? Is that what it is? Huh? Do you know how much I had to take and get my face kicked in to get here? And I didn't care. I I keep saying, remember in Rocky 1? When he was getting the shit beat out of him, and suddenly in the 15th round, 14th round, he got knocked down again. I think he broke his nose. Well, I think his nose got busted earlier. But here's the deal. If you recall, when he drew Apollo Creed in, what did he do? He had his arms right in front of him, and he gave the motion. Come on. Come on. If you do that with everything you do, the Rocky come on, you win. You win. You're going to get a broken nose. You're going to get black eyes. You're going to be down on your knees. You're going to be crying sometimes. But you know what? It builds a style of human being where, I hate to say it because most people never want to hear this. You don't need anybody. Yes, you need to work with people. Don't take it that way. But you as a person, as essentially a spirited human being, A lot of us aren't going to have a lot of friends when we do stuff like that. Your friends aren't going to understand. Your friends are going to say, oh, God, he's got such an ego. He's so selfish. You know what that all is? That are guys that are, excuse my French, they're pussies. They're pussies because they know they don't have the balls to do it. And in a world now where balls mean nothing and soy means everything, It's no wonder why these little pee ball boys can't do a thing. I see more guys that seem like women to me more and more every day, whether they're on the phone. Ha, 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 ha. Like today, I was going to Whole Foods. Don't hold that against me. It's the only place I can get (laughs) Icelandic skier that I love from Iceland. These two guys are on the phone. Well, I'll give it right to you. They're crossing a main intersection. I'm making a left in. They're looking at their phone. They are oblivious to me, and I, I put the window down because it was pretty warm. I said, hey, you going to move your ass quick enough so I can not hit you, and they, like, looked at me. I was saying to myself, I don't want any trouble with anybody, but I, I, I was telling Don, I've got a chip on my shoulder right now, and I love it. It's, It's bleeding in the lifting, and lifting is bleeding all over me, and... I'm so energized and so passionate about everything, and I want you to be too, that I would have got out of the car and I would have smashed their fucking head right through the pavement today. And I'm not (laughs) like that. I'm not like that. I'd rather not get in any shit because I've got a business here, two of them. I love what I do. I don't want to be behind bars. I want to go out and promote and help the world. All right? But let me tell you something, folks. There comes a point with all of us where, you know, enough is enough. Do you have to have that thing attached to your hand 24-7? I guess so. But you know what? You don't walk out into busy traffic in a mall and do that. All right? Because you might get some guy that's even crazier than I am that will run you over. All right? But go ahead, Don. Take it. Um, it. It's This is what how much can you take.
1: Go ahead so if if you look at it like you know with just the inception of of taking off on doing whatever it is you want to do let 's say, like I said, like a business and and most of the time we 're talking about business here we 're talking yeah. about entrepreneurship. Or we're talking about training and the two kind of go hand in hand because when you start developing patterns, let's say in one, like you go to the gym and you train and like like you're 14 years old and they put you out there and they say, okay, do three sets of 10 with this, this bench press, you know, and they're showing you the exercises. So as you're going on, you know, like you start realizing you get conditioned to that and you want to do something a little more so you add more weight yep or you add more reps reps or you add more sets you know you 're increasing your volume you 're increasing the so you 're taking more and this is a, is kind of like you know you you 're physically feeling what more physical work feels like so it 's more for lack of a better term, it's more torture. It's more stress on your body. Now, if you take that and you power through it and you're doing everything and you try to get those reps as best as you can without screwing up, without hurting yourself. I'm going to reiterate that uh, again and again. Don't hurt yourself. But you're doing that and you develop the mental fortitude and the mental toughness. Fortitude. That was like an old wrestling thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. It was intestinal fortitude. But that's but, uh, true. Yep. Yeah. But um, he, you develop the toughness to to shrug off anything that they throw at you, so that you can take it. You can take more. Right now, honestly, and I was thinking about this since you asked me ten minutes ago, twelve minutes ago. You know what? How much can you take? If my business was down to its last dollar tomorrow, I would spend the next week doing whatever I could to at least make a few sales, you know yep, what I mean? Yep. Like to, to squeeze it out, to get it going, to to get some type of flow going again. And I've been in the situations like Eric where, you know, you some months you don't have any money because it's the beginning of a business. Yep. And And, you know, like I look at it at 55 years old, most people are thinking about retiring. I agree. Yep. You know and and I'm I'm embarking on a business endeavor you know like and now it's going you know like the the seed's been planted the pregnancy happened I got this kid now Yeah And now I got to be able to defend this kid promote this kid um and nurture this kid to keep going in the world until this kid's one day able to take care of me So like whatever whatever goes on, if the IRS wants to come tomorrow, I mentioned before I'm paying these fines. If they want to come tomorrow and audit me, come on. Come on in. I'm not gonna go, Oh geez, I'm not I, I can't even have a cup of coffee this morning because my stomach's in or not because oh, the IRS the hell is with that. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? If I get arrested I'm going out to the park, you know, like going out to the to the mall, like if you said and run somebody over I I'm not gonna do that. But no. you know, if something happens and I get arrested, I'm not going to let that happen to me. I'm not going to let, you know, anything happen to where it's going to be detrimental to my business. Agree. And and I'm going to keep going with it. I have people tell me that even now, I'm five years into this. Oh, this is a stupid idea. Oh, really? You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get Everybody's a genius, you know? Yeah, so, but but usually
0: these geniuses, you know what they'll tell you? Well, he's successful. Yeah, you know why? he 's never taken a friggin risk in his life,
1: of course not, of okay. course not. they plugged into a system the, the, there 's nothing wrong there 's nothing wrong with plugging into this system. You go to school, you go to college, you get married, you know you, you make a retirement, and then you, you know that 's your life then you die that two is, years later that is a cookie cutter for people yep. who have no i 'm not going to say ambition because it takes ambition to do some of those things but it's it, it's it's cookie cutter for people that that can't get to the point where they want to be able to open their own business or do something for themselves or maybe they don't want to do that that's all but right they don't even in it. life you know you're going to your boss let's say you got you got a job you love but your boss or your manager or somebody there that's a dick and you, how much can you take working next to this guy before you either knock him out or, you know, like, you know, you don't run to the HR department and complain about him, but, you know, you handle it yourself. Don, how I'll much t- can you take before well, you do that? I agree, know?
0: but I'll tell you this right now. If you're in a job, folks, and you're there at least two years and it's not working for you, you leave. <laughs> You don't stick around. Out. This is how you get, get in trouble. Okay, out. this is how you know. All you have to do is say the wrong thing. Some idiot will misconstrue it as a threat. The next thing you know, you not only will you be terminated, they'll be taking you out in handcuffs. It's a different world now. Um, I was telling Donnie before we came on, a friend of mine who owns probably one of the, probably the best Italian deli around, Pellegrino's. I'll give him a plug in Albany, New York. I've gotten very friendly with his uncles, and they're all over from Palermo. And I'll tell you what. You might not like the way they did things, especially in today's world, but here's the deal. I told Donnie this before we came on. I like knowing where I stand with people. You don't have to like me. Some people do. Okay, it's weird. This week I was out delivering those big international parts. Uh, I usually go to Stewart's once a day in the morning to get a cup of coffee. Twice this week, two different women bought me coffee who I've never met in my life. Why do you think that's from? It's called vibration. Did you ever have a girl, like you walk by them or they'll see you get out and they'll immediately stop and look at you? You know what that is, folks? That's your vibration. You're vibrating big time. People feel that. They feel that power. And if the you think of energy emanating from totally to, people, as dull as they are mentally now, they pick that up because it's like, you know, what it's like. Have you ever, like, I'll say, like, there would be, I'll go out on a date. Some women, you meet them, and it's like your heart is going, it's like they've got something, man. You, you feel it. Then you go out with others it's just like, okay. It's like a dish rag. Yeah. It's like, see you around. (laughs) But what I'm saying is here, this all emanates from how much can you take? See, what Donnie's telling you, what I'm telling you, I'm not speaking for Donnie. I'm speaking for Eric is this, all these things that you build along the line year after year, the energies you build, the thought you build, you know, we talked about the linkage between training, entrepreneurship, um, they're like hand-to-hand. I've said this on so many shows that the training has built what I am now. My mom and dad and Jimmy in training have built. My father, Don was talking about his father and mother. I've said it before. You know, the old man was full-blood Italian, and he was tough and I mean and being the oldest uh think about Jimmy was you know the second son and I can't even imagine the hell they went through and and I know it torments you know um, Jimmy's birthday comes up his anniversary I know it's very hard still on my mother me too I'm really the only sibling that even will talk about it. I mean, I've told you, I'm looking at Jimmy right now, across from me on the wall, framed with the Hulk in the other corner of it. But, you know, I've said this, my dad and I butted, I'm not going to bullshit any of you. He and I butted heads like you can't even imagine. And we didn't get along a lot of times, uh, you know. I mean, I know my father, I love my father, my father loved me, but there was just that that edge, okay? And it wasn't like that all the time. But, you know, there was no backing down on either end, and you didn't want to mess around with my dad. But I owe my dad so much, and I've said this, and you should really think about this if you still have your father. Your mother's important, too, but I'm talking about dads. I know that they do the best they can with what they got, and a lot of the stuff they were taught was all bullshit too, all right? I know it now, and I'm going to get into that eventually too. But the things my father instilled about honor, loyalty, firm handshake, look the person in the eyes, things to be aware of, never put your elbow out a car window when you're driving. Why? My father had a huge job in the VA hospital. And I remember him telling me about guys, and I've and you know I've done this where I'd put it out a little bit and pull it right back in. I remember my father telling me a number of times these guys would come in, they had their elbow sticking out a window, and a car crossed the lane and just took their arm right off them. If that doesn't scare you enough to wake you up, I don't know what will. You know, be a leader, not a follower. I could go on and on, and I've said this so many times. I'd love to have John Ridge. My father, Frank Klein here, just so you could meet him, man. You would love him to death. Were they hard as nails? You bet your ass. But you know something? What did I just say? You knew where you stood. And when we're talking about how much you can take, it's these personalities of these men. Or when I read excerpts out of my dad's book on Vince Lombardi, you love him and you hate him at both, both at the same time. But I can never, ever pay my father back for what he gave me in that respect. And I'll tell you what, if he didn't do that, I probably would have broke under the pressure of of both businesses by now. Because my whole thing, and I'm going to give this right to you, Donnie, my whole thing is this, and I said this to people, I laughed when they said, you know, you ain't that tough or, you know, we could break you. I said, if James A. Fiorello couldn't break me, and he he came damn close. I'm not gonna lie to you. Nobody'll break
1: me. It's your, all yours, brother. You know that that is that is one of the things that I am I am very grateful for. That my father was kind of tough with me. Yeah, you know, and and love him to death. You know, he passed in 03. Um, and and that you know, like when you say. How much can you take? My first job, my first real job, was working in an Italian restaurant when I was eleven years old as a dishwasher. Yep. And I started in the summertime. And here I am, eleven year old kid. I'm still, you know, like I, how do you describe it? Like you know, like the old timers used to say you're still wet behind the ears. <laughs> right? yep. yep. And 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 I'm working for and, and we used to call them zips. They were all the Sicilian people that were were emigrating to America in the late 60s and early 70s. There was another wave of Italians that came over, and it was mostly from Sicily because it was – it's just piss poor. Yeah. And and it, it was horrible there. Now, lucky for me that I had a little dialect of the Sicilian because of my father's side of the family. And you know, my father was uh, Sicilian and Napolitan. Yep. And not Napolitan, Yep. I I just say Napolitan because it's easier people people if they're not Italian, they question it. So so it's a region on the other side of Naples. Yep. Well anyway, you know, it was easy for me to understand the guys and they were all off the boat and the boss of the place was like thirty years old, and this guy ran this thing like you were in a concentration camp. Oh yeah. And I'm not kidding. And I used to walk to work, and I'd have to walk through the bad part of town. I got mugged twice for my whole paycheck by grown men when I was eleven, twelve years old. You know, it was it, it was messed up. One guy pulled a knife on me yep. to get my money. You know, to a kid. Yep. But anyway, I started walking the train tracks. And if anybody's familiar with the the New York rail systems, I, I walked on tracks that the tracks were like in some spots the tra- there were six tracks wide. <laughs> You know, and commuter trains coming out of out of New York City yep. up into Connecticut. Yep. So, you know, like they were constantly, like every every I think seven minutes a train was coming by, and not a, not to mention freight train. But I'd, I'd walk back and forth to work. So here I am, humping to work in the morning, and you know, like yeah, for for eleven o'clock in the morning. I think I start at eleven, and I'd leave at ten o'clock, and I got to wow. walk three miles to go to work. Yep. And then, you know, on a way, way home, I'm walking out of there after 10 o'clock at night. So, like, I'm learning how to work and, you know, be physically stressed and then mentally stressed with these guys. Come on, you got to work faster. You know, like, I'm a kid. I don't know what to do, you know. So, they're like, <laughs> they needed stuff done because the restaurant was busy. This yep. is a restaurant in Westchester County in New York. It's busy. So. You know, and and at night I'd walk home. They'd ask me if I want to ride it. I said, nope, I got to walk home. You know, like it was yep. like my own little penance little to make myself yep. better. Yep. And I would walk home and like, you know, like stinky from the day. And I'm throwing out trash bags now, you know, things like that. So I think that helped me. It, it basically was like a boot camp for work. Yep. I, and like you said, if you could survive your father, if I could survive this guy, Charlie Marcelli. Yep. For what he, you know, like he, he, I was the whipping boy at the place. Yep. The other guys that worked there, they were like nineteen, twenty years old, and they used to, they used to always come here, come here, you know, they'd always, you know, like call me over when they see Charlie was giving me a hard time. But you know, I got to a breaking point in that place one time where I, he, he was yelling at me. I slammed down, I slammed down a big Sicilian pizza tray. Yeah. Slammed it on the counter, and I started using some expletives. And I told him that I was going to leave. Yep. You know, I said, I'm quitting. And they, nobody wants to do di- that. You're the most important guy in a restaurant. Nobody yeah, ever the, yeah. wants the dishwasher to quit because that means somebody else has to do it. Yep. And this guy changed his tune so fast. And I was like, wow. I said, this guy. And he says to me, I'm sorry for talking to you that way. I want you to stay. And I said, keep talking to me that way. I said, because you made me. As a kid, stand up to a grown man. Well, I th- you
0: know, maybe he didn't know it or maybe he did. Maybe that's what he was trying to do is to force
1: you to come back. He might, have, he might have done that. Yeah, but yeah, I experienced yep. this at such a young age. Yep. You know, I'm st- I'm telling you, I, I used to be there some days and I'm going to be real honest. I, you know, I was a I wasn't a, a real tough kid, but I could take, it, you know, like I could give it and take yeah. it when I was that age. You yep. know, yeah. And and. I used to have tears in my eyes like this, uh, and I turned yeah. bright red, you know, I could feel my face getting flushed, and then that one day, my face didn't turn red, and I, and I didn't even have no tears in my eyes. Yep. And I slammed that trade down, and, and you know, like, I, I had this inner courage that finally I had it, and then I said to myself, this guy's not doing anything that I can't handle. Right, and it must have felt great, man yeah, so after that, I was like, bah, let him say whatever he wants and then he cut it, he kind of like tapered it off on his own. Yeah, he backed off, he knew, but he knew. as i go as I went through life, I was always thinking to myself i you know I can take it this is you know, for as many times as you think you're going to crumble, nah. somehow you dig down and you, and you, you find it, you know, you find, you remember why you started on this thing. You know, like as the, as a kid, I was like, I wanted to start saving money to buy a car. Right. You know, from then. So, you know, like every week was like a big thing, you know, like my paycheck was like the incremental measures as I was getting there. And I had four years to do this, to save for my car until I was 15 and then, possibly go car shopping like right before my 16th birthday you know what i'm saying yeah so like i wanted to be that way yep and and you know like so i had these little increments of measurement but sometimes that increment of measurement needs to be how much crap you can take from the world from people from from your family from from just bad luck you know like there's there's bad luck out there there is you know let's just face it you know like things happen you know how much can you take from that if you got to get mad I get mad for a second and blow it off and then learn a lesson from it or learn patience from it like, you know, there's one yeah. there's always something to learn from the from the negative yeah. and, and you know if you and if you like i was saying you know like we're down to our last nickels or pennies yep you know, you still got to say, I'm going to keep this thing going. I still believe in it. This is my dream. Some dreams, yes, are fruitless. You'll find that out. And, and I found that out. You know, I went from, from business to business. Sometimes I had a string of three businesses that failed within two years. Um, that was, uh, one of the contributing things to, to my divorce, you know, years ago, uh, you know, things like that. But I developed this tenacity and a little bit keener business sense and sharpness. And when you struggle through the hard times, you can actually, you know, you are building yourself, you're, you're changing your DNA. Like you say, you're rewiring your yep. brain yep. to become like these people who, you know, like where people say, oh, that person thinks they're infallible. That person thinks they're a genius. That person, you know. These are people that keep trying, and they know what they can do. Do you think the guy on the tightrope says to himself, "I'm going to fall off the tightrope"? Of course not. Of course no, not. No, he's going. I'm going to go up there, and I'm going to give the best performance I ever gave. I'm going to dance. I'm going to dance on this tightrope like I'm Mikhail Baryshnikov. Hey Donnie, I'll and tell they you, do I
0: it. well, I'll tell you this, you know, like your life story, mine, everything, because everyone's got a story. I mean, you've lived a lot of life. I mean, you could definitely pen something or put something organized and digital, and I know it would sell. Because I've said this, you, I, and so many other people affiliated with the M&M family are talking about what they've lived in the past, the present, and what's coming up in the future. Even though we don't know, but we can kind of speculate where we want to go in the present. And I used to be a guy that would say, okay, two years from now, I'm going to do it. No. Well, what are you going to do next week? I don't know. We're doing today. We're living today. I think, well, I know it's a good way to set yourself up for success every time. Because a lot of times people are saying, well, I'll do this, this, and this in the year. And you don't. And I'm telling you right now. All these beanheads out there love to say, well, you've got to multitask. Bullshit, you do. Why well, no, don't you that's take a, one? That's
1: doing th- 10 things wrong at once?
0: Absolutely. Multitasking. Take, take do one, one, one two, thing good. Well, you take one or two things, or preferably one, and you put your focus on it and you go out and damage it, period. Um, you know, that's how you do things correctly. And everybody likes to beat their chest and say, ah, I did this and I survived this. You didn't survive shit. You didn't survive shit. When you feel you're going down, man, that is one of the worst things you can start feeling. But you always have a shot when you're on your back to get back up. That's the difference between caving in and saying, I can't take anymore. Yes, you can. You can take more than you will ever, ever fathom. Believe me. The problem is... Everyone out there will tell you, well, you know, you've done all right. You know, maybe you should go on to something else. If you live your life like that, if you believe that BS, you'll be worthless.
1: You know, you know, you know, right along with that, I've been doing a couple like I've been I don't know if you've seen on Facebook. I'm starting to do these little motivational things where I'm using my own image. Yeah. And because I want to you know, it's not really for for like, oh, look how, you know, Don is or anything like that. But, you know, I'm trying to get to a point where I can go and help other people. I want to, I want to foster other people. If people want to contact me, you know, like for ideas or just for advice, talk to them. They can write me, contact me, call me. I don't care. But I put up a, I put up a, a, a meme, the, a, a, like a meme with myself and it the other day, yep. and it was a really nice piece of art. And I, and I wrote on there, don't quit on yourself. Right. Simple. And and a buddy of mine, and I've known for years, who is a real go-getter, and something flipped a switch in this guy a couple of years ago, where he's starting to think differently. And he says to me, sometimes it's good to quit. And I always and I responded with never, never on self improvement. Always, always do self improvement. You know, yes, yeah, sometimes it is good to quit. Like if you have a business that's going down in flames and, and you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y- y- it's obvious, like maybe it's run its course. Maybe it's not a thing anymore. You can't revive this thing, whatever. That's something, you know, quit. Yeah, but doing something you're gonna if if you're smoking, obviously it's not good. Quit. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but but you know what I want to say too, though, is this a lot of people that say they're gonna quit, that's a habit you don't want to get into thinking about. And secondly, with the business, this is what I hit upon, and I know you'll agree with it, is this. A lot you know, we know any business we do has the potential of going up in flames. But Big Most people, when they start a business, though, Don, aren't committed. So they've got two strikes against them already. So when I hear people say that or people say to me, well, I tried. What do you mean you tried? How hard did you try? Did you go out and dig every hole you could find to dig? Did you go out and read every piece of information? Did you go out and try with all your might to find somebody out there that you can model yourself off? There's a plethora of things to do. But if you don't have the wherewithal to do it, if you don't love what you do, and you don't have that burning desire, yeah, you'll quit every time. And quitting is dangerous because... It's a pattern where once you begin doing it, it becomes easier and easier. So how am I going to come to Donnie and say, Donnie, could you invest X amount of dollars in this? Because, um, you know, if you don't help me out, I got to quit. You'd be like, I can't help you out, you know, but I'll give you this advice. I would expect that because... You want to invest in things that are going to produce, whether I'm investing in myself or Don says, Eric, could you help me out with this? We want to push this line out. Could we run it through the show, et cetera, et cetera? Of course, all right? But you're not going to invest in somebody that's already got a defeated attitude. Because one thing I look for in people is whether you know your subject matter or not, what kind of enthusiasm do you have today? Now, if I come back to you in one month, are you going to be the same way or are you going to be, well, how's everything? Well, I don't know. Guess what? I pull the plug on you because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. People say that's very cruel. No, it's not cruel. It's not cruel at all.
1: That's truth.
0: Yes. And you're going to find out through whether it's Donnie and I doing shows or me doing shows with other people or me doing these solo shows I'm going to be doing a solo probably tomorrow afternoon after I get in from training. It's going to be very interesting on youth. And especially when I talked to uh, John yesterday and, you know, like I said, I want to, um, maybe even next week, I want to get Danny, my nephew on here. who's eight. He'll be nine in April. Um, we've got a lot to say. And, um, When you hear the tone out of these kids, I'm saying to myself, if we could only bottle it and let people drink an ounce of it per day, you would see examples of success that would literally make your head do a 360 more than once. And if you think I'm kidding you, I'm not. Because most of you who are listening to this probably, I don't know, you're probably not real happy with what you're doing. Um, There was a study out not that long ago. I believe it was 80% – think about this – of the people in the world, they hate their life.
1: 80%. 80%!
0: That's crazy. They hate their life. And I know from people I'm around at that job, they hate their life. They hate themselves. They're self-loathing like you wouldn't believe. And you look at them. And they've got a piss poor attitude. They don't know how to speak to people. Um, But you know what I say? As much as I don't like it, and it's not that I never heard it, but I see a lot of different things of it. I always say, I've said this to Don, I've said this to everybody, when we're standing in front of 10,000 people, I'm going to talk about that. And everybody's like, whoa, you know, you want me to tell you something? Listen instead of talking over everybody. You're going to learn life lessons you can take with you. And if you're like us that want to go on the big stage, that want Eminem to hit national radio status, all these things I'm saying right now, and you can go back and play this show, I'm learning things from people. I don't like them. It wouldn't be the way I act or talk to people. But guess what? It's all examples
1: of what not to be. It's all yours, brother. You got it. You know, when you say 80% of the people don't like their life, yep. you know, I, I, I was one of them people one time. Yep. And I was stuck in a situation. Uh, it was a family situation with a family business, and I could never get out of it. I'd, get, I'd leave go and do other jobs and stuff like that. So what I did was I said, why am I making myself so miserable? Yeah. Create my own arena. Yep. So I started making things where I was at my job. Now, already I was the manager of the place, okay? And it wasn't by nepotism because I did start as a worker there. And I had to work to prove myself for two years. And I, I got to the place and I still didn't like – I didn't like the job, the hours, everything like that, the drive to, the work, to work. I did enjoy the people I worked with. Everybody was, was pretty cool. What I was kind of pissed off about was that that's not what I wanted to do in life. And I said, well, until I get to where I want to be, why not make my arena here as best as I can? So I started taking more of an interest. Now, all of a sudden – it changed from me being the manager to the place, and now this is with my at the time my father in law, who's now an ex and he's deceased, but another old Italian guy off the boat, <laughs> and 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 uh, he didn't like me because my family's Sicilian and his is Calabrese, and they thought yeah. I was uh, not uh, how can we say it in a in a nice way. He didn't think I was white. Yep. Well, anyway, yep, uh, and he used to talk to me. He used to talk down to me, and. You know, finally I said, wait a second. You know what? I'm going to blow this guy away. I'm going to go in there and I've got all the capability of doing this, but I'm just going to start making an attitude of no matter, because I learned from that guy, Charlie, years before. Go in there, act like you've got command of the situation, create my own arena, start taking charge of more things. And you know what? In a year, he says to me, you're doing really well at this position. This is fantastic. You could run this place blindfolded. There you go. Make yourself he invaluable, Char. Uh, you he said, you take he says, you take over the business, you run it like you want. Give me X amount of dollars and it and you just you just run it. All I want is this paycheck a week. Yep. And, and what better way for me to get rid of the pain in the neck? I got happier at my job instead of going in like a grind. If you created that and, that and even if you're at a job that you hate because that's the only job you can get at the time, don't go in there with that freaking mentality because you learn to rewire your brain mm-hmm. to depression. Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of people in this country are chemically imbalanced because of their thoughts. Bingo! Because of thinking negatively and they produce the chemicals that that give them that reward feeling of calming down, whatever it is, or shutting them down, instead of digging down deeper and saying, let me fight this in a positive way. Let me be better at what I'm doing. Let me take a little more pride in this. And it goes back to like – and I refer to this a lot when we're talking, especially when I'm talking on your show, about that admiral that told the college kids to make their beds. Make their bed, yep. Making your freaking bed changes the way you do things in the rest of your – now all of a sudden you're paying attention to little details. You don't leave that little bit of crumbs out on the counter before you go to work and say, I'll clean it up tonight after dinner. You wipe it off and you put it – you throw it in the garbage and you put the stuff away and, you know, all of a sudden things start becoming in order. Yep. You know, your desk isn't. Your desk isn't as messy as it used to be. Right. Your shoes are always where they belong. Your wife's not yelling at you to pick your crap up off the floor and put it in the hamper. Yep. You know, things like that. Your bathroom is clean now. Now your car is clean. Yep. And it's all because you started making your bed and rewiring your brain for the positive thinking because you created your own arena. There you go. You're going back to that. Make yourself happy where you are, no matter how miserable the task is. I worked in, in, uh, in underground utilities where I used to stand in sewage water when yep. pipes broke. Yep. All right. You know, I'm doing, I did jobs that people say Americans don't do.
0: Bullshit. That's I had all bullshit. Forty-three
1: jobs in my life leading up to Adex. Forty-three yep. Yep. since I was eleven years old. Real jobs, forty-hour-a-week paychecks. Yep. Forty-three of them. I did all kinds of different kinds of crap. All right. I owe it, no matter how, pardon the pun, no matter how crappy the situation was. You know, I'm talking about sewage. I I still tried to make it. All right. Let's take care of this. Let's do this. Do this thing here. Let the boss see we got. And it changed everybody else around me, too. Yep. Now everybody wasn't a mope anymore because there was like a lighthouse that you could look for. There was a beacon of light. Like when you were talking about the girls being attracted. Yep. People are attracted to positivity. When you, you that was an old time thing a guy said to me years ago. I said, How do you attract all those girls when I was a teenager? He says, think. He says always be happy. Don't go to them and complain. Oh yeah, you know, this sucks. That's a-. they want to hear happiness because happiness equates to being alpha. There You're you in go. Control yep. of situations. And a lot of people don't know this. There's very few there's very few people that are born alpha. Yep. Most of them make themselves alpha by doing as best as they can at what they're doing and with a good attitude. Once you control your emotions, you've got command over that, you're making yourself a stronger individual. And so so if it takes you, you have a desire to be, you know, own your own business when you're 25 and you've got to save and scrape and, you know, do everything until you're 45 to get that business, don't do it miserably. You know, go out and, you know, like make yourself content at what you're doing, do good work at what you're doing, show up the rest and your attitude will change. And that is nothing but building yourself into a stronger human to be able to do things for yourself, to be able to place yourself in the proper arena from the sandbox to the to the uh, to the ball field, to the arena. That's how you got to go. I agree. You know, you're in the and, sandbox when you got that crappy job. Well, yeah, and I'll tell you this, and I'll, I'll give it to you, and you
0: can just summarize everything and give your info. But, you know, we talked about how much you can take. You can take a lot, and remember this. This goes right along with it. Do the impossible. Yes. Do the impossible. Yes. I'm telling you these shows that we've been doing in the last, I mean, I think every show from the very first one I did are just golden gems. There's but so I, much positivity. Totally. I mean, you listen to just from Dr. Juan, which was last week, Andrew Derniat, Scott Shetler's show will be up tomorrow. Donnie's will be up. It possibly might be up Sunday night, but it'll definitely be up Monday because I've got three shows that day, which I haven't done three shows in two years like that. Um, it, it it will make your head spin what you're hearing out of it. And that's why I tell everyone, you know, Douglas Graham sent me a note while well, it was on Facebook. Douglas used to listen to everybody when it came to podcasts. And Doug's, Douglas has been on here before. He's a good, good friend, brother. And he said to me last night, and I took that as a big thing from him. Eric, the shows are just, there's nobody out there like you. He goes, you're the only one I listen to because he just got done listening to the Dr. Wong show. And Dr. Wong and Charlie and my brother-in-law and Donnie have all done front-end spots, which I put on shows. I got notes from people the other day that were like, "Wong was so great in the beginning of this show and that show. I said, Dr. Wong, like so many of the other family members on here, understand me and Eminem. They might not know everything where I'm going. They don't have to. But they've got the gist of some of the things we're getting involved in and are going to be doing. And I'm telling you, there's nobody out there like us. There's nobody. I don't care if you say, well, it's your show. It is my show. But Donnie and everybody else has a big part in it. Okay? And that's the idea here. And the stuff you're listening to with Donnie and I, Scott this morning, and all the other shows, Andrew, Dr. Wong, my solo show before Dr. Wong, I, I I would tell you to go and listen to him over and over and over again. Why? Because every time you listen to this show and you come back to it, you're not the same again. Every time you're going to get another nugget, you might be scratching your head and say, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm a mess. Well, you might hear Donnie say, you got to keep, you know, being tenacious, like he was talking about tenacity, or you hear me saying, open up, you know, get a library card, go introduce yourself to Napoleon Hill. Nobody's talking like that. You know how I'm talking like that? I can't talk for Donnie, but he can comment, and then we'll, we we got to get off the air in a minute or two, is this. You go out and study, you go out and learn, and you listen to a lot of people and you read a lot, and then you start forming opinions. And then you go out and you explore these opinions. And like I said, go introduce yourself to Earl Nightingale. Go introduce yourself to Napoleon Hill. You know, how many other people have I talked about? I mean, you name it, I've talked about them. This is how you make it, folks. You do a handshake with them, even though they're not here, the majority of them in a physical sense. Go out and read anything on patent and leadership, Vince Lombardi, I'm telling you right now, I don't care if they were around 150 years ago. You don't need a lot of what is today, because today is nothing but bullshit. Donnie, summarize everything. Give out all your information, the websites and all that. Um, Obviously, if you want, you can touch upon MM19 if you want to do it or I'll do it. Uh, Let me give out my information, and uh, we'll schedule
1: for you another show, brother. You got it. All right, so it's adxclub.com. That's where you can see all the products. There's Adx Club YouTube channel. Please subscribe. I don't care if you like my stuff or not. Just please subscribe because it boosts me up and it, it, the people that are doing it. And uh, there's a lot of good information on there about club training. And it's it's not just for my brand. It's for all brands of clubs. Or you can even – And I'm not kidding about this, and I'm not saying this in a joking way. If you don't have a mace yet, use a shovel. Go and grab a shovel out of the garage. It'll swing like a mace. You'll get the pattern down and see if you like doing it. But do it outside. Don't (laughs) scratch (laughs) up the ceiling. You know, somebody would get mad about that. You know, and, and with that, and I also have to say that Shetler was on before me, so he did one of the first reviews, if not the first video review for adx clubs oh geez like five years ago nice so shetler i am I'm, I'm i've been in contact with him he certified me in indian club training i think back in 2013 um and a solid guy in the fitness industry so give his podcast to listen to because yep. he's got a good bunch of stuff to talk about he is one of the He's one of the people that I could say has no, he's a vegan and you can't pick on him for it because he's a badass. Oh, he so, is. So, you know, like he, he, he's not like a soy guy. You know, he's not no. all, all crumbly from it. He knows how to do that properly. So, if you're thinking about getting into that lifestyle, that's the guy to follow right there. He is a plant based athlete and yep. he kicks butt. And I'm going to plug the hell out of him. Just for the fact that he gave me that beautiful review years ago. It's on it's on my YouTube channel. It's also on his channel. So that's awesome. And I gotta say, Eric, if we can motivate (coughs) oh, there's my dogs. Don't motivate. Well if we can motivate one person to do something better in their life, we did our job. We win. But I I want
0: a hundred, a thousand, a million. That's our that's our game plan down the road. We uh, We've got the voices, we've got the ability, and that's the way it is. You got anything else,
1: Donnie? No, brother, I've got to actually hop off because Lisa's coming in with dinner right now.
0: Okay, well, just hang on until I finish. we will be a couple minutes. Uh, okay. This is Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Go out to um, um, FiorelloBarbell at nightcap.rr.com. Um, if you'd like Donnie and I to do a certain show, just send us a note. Also, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. Also, too, um, if uh, we're on Aha. That's to get Eminem in your car 24-7. We're on Spotify, and we're on Google Podcasts. So if someone seeks you out in the concrete jungle or the gym, five words can change their life forever. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great hoose of steel stone... Says in blood red domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's a tidal wave now. Getting higher and wider, brother. Frank Klein, my greatest college business professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit, quitters never win. My dad, be a leader, not a follower, be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever, would walk every patient to the door and say to him, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day or just walk around and say it. I'm telling you, you will have a mind shift like you wouldn't believe to the good, positive. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell 100 more of your friends, we are coming. We will not kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. You need us, we need you, and join us for the next 30 years. Spread these shows. Spread. Get on Etched in Stone. Get on Etched in Stone for kids. That page is just growing by the week. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further, and we got your back. How many people would say that in today's world? And before we sign off with Donnie, you're all winners, you're all champions, and you're all unstoppable. I want you to realize that. Donnie. Always an honor, brother. Another super-duper show. This show will be up Monday,
1: definitely. And thanks for being on, brother. Eric, thank you for having me on. And let me just leave the listeners with one more thought. Shoot. If you guys have a fitness business or a business that's for um, self-help for people or any type of inspirational thing or you're a life coach or anything like that or you're just a fitness coach – advertise with Eric. Thank you. Um, um, I, you know, I've got the MM 19 code up for a $45 savings on the AdX clubs and maces. Yep. And I, and I, I did a, a three month contract with Eric and guys do it, do it. Just send them your money. It's worth it.
0: Yeah. And I thank you for that both ways, Donnie. And, and before we sign off, um, the thing is Eminem, is growing in stature by the week, by the day. Um, I will drive this thing right into the ground, no doubt. And like we said, how much can you take? I know now I could take probably the world landing on my back and still get up. And I'm not kidding you when I say that. So have a great weekend, everybody. For Don G. Fardino, this is Eric Fiorello. You know you've come to the right place. You've got the right people with you. You know, go out to ADEX. Order a club today. Go out to M&M. Come on in and advertise with me. Go out and buy my products. Go out and send and invest the money here because – a 25 or 50 or $100 donation is nothing when you break it up over 12 months. And, boy, we give you more than anybody does out there. So have a great weekend. For Don G. Fardino, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. It's always an honor. And remember this, win! Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll see, see you next time. time.